Hey, what's up everyone? Sam here from Wall Street Mastermind. I'm back here today with another client interview for you guys. Today I have Vivian on with us. I'm really excited about this interview because uh, Vivian just you know finished her junior summer internship recruiting process, but um, she actually also went through the sophomore summer internship recruiting process before that. And so um, she's been going at this for a long time and uh, ended up with a phenomenal outcome for both summers. And so I just wanted to get her on here uh, to talk to you guys about her experience, because I know a lot of you um, are always asking me about the sophomore summer internship recruiting process as well. And so hopefully you guys will um, get some takeaways today that will help you along uh, your own process as well. And so uh, Vivian, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, of course. Um, if you don't mind, just maybe starting out with a quick introduction of just who you are, what kind of school do you go to? Um, just give people a sense of your profile so they can kind of uh, relate to your situation. Yeah, so hi guys, I'm Vivian. I went to a non-target state school. Um, and just early on when I came to school, I knew that I wanted to do finance. I didn't know exactly what career I wanted to do. I learned about investment banking. I learned how tough it is to get in. Um, I went through like the networking process and all that, but I wanted to refine it. Um, my process so I, I joined Wall Street Mastermind and it was tremendous help got it got it so uh, when you joined us um, around what time was that like it was I think because you joined us pretty early on right I think you joined at the beginning of sophomore year or like basically the summer between your freshman and sophomore year if I'm remembering uh, if I'm remembering correctly yeah, it was during like the summer of my freshman year. Um, I, I joined and I felt like that was like a really good spot because um, that's like when a lot of recruiting was going on. And I think like if you are a sophomore wanting to pursue, um, like go through the recruiting process, that would be like the perfect time for you to join Wall Street Mastermind. Mm -hmm. So like, how did you come across Wall Street Mastermind? Like, what what made you want to join us in the first place? Yeah, I think um, what made me want to come, so like I learned about the recruiting process early on, but I just wanted to join because I wanted to refine my, um, my process and I felt like Sam would help me a lot. And I came across Wall Street Mastermind on Facebook and I had a call with Sam and it went all good and I highly recommend it. Got it. And what, what were some of the things that you were struggling with prior to joining Wall Street Mastermind? I think some of the stuff that I was struggling with was probably just like forming my answers to behavioral questions. I felt like I wasn't um, best at answering some of that. And I think Sam just helped me go through each and every one of those questions, as well as like some of the technicals. I just wasn't sure how banks wanted me to answer that. and since Sam has a lot of um, experience in there, like I was able to answer those questions better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. So you joined freshman summer and I know that um, at the time uh, when we first spoke, I think you had already started applying to a few of the sophomore programs, right? Like with uh, City, if I, if I remember correctly, City, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, UBS, like basically all the ones that, all the bulge bracket banks that uh, actually have software programs. Is that right? 
Yeah, I probably applied to like all the applications that were out for um, a lot of the bulge bracket banks that had like the sophomore programs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so like, can you just for a lot of our listeners, you know, who are underclassmen or, you know, maybe they're female like you are, um, and they're interested in a lot of these diversity programs. Can you maybe just kind of walk them through at a high level, what that process looks like? Like, how early did you have to start thinking about it? Like how, when did the application come out and um, just kind of give people a high level overview? Yeah, so for diversity programs, a lot of their applications come out during your spring freshman year. Um, you can apply to a lot of those and if you get accepted, it's, it's really great. Um, you get to le learn more about the bank, learn about their interview processes. Mm -hmm. So highly recommend that. Um, yeah, I think most of them are like during your freshman spring. Got it. Okay. So then it sounds like what you were mostly struggling with was the interview process or like the interview itself, whether it's on the behavioral side or the networking side, right? I think I remember back when we first spoke on the, uh, no, sorry, not on the networking side, the behavioral side or the technical side, right? Um, and I think back when we first spoke on the technical side, I remember, I think you were mostly using the vault guide, uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like that was, that's kind of what you were using to study. And so like, what, yeah. what, what did you feel like, why, why wasn't that enough, I guess? Or like, what was lacking that you feel like you still needed extra help in? Or what, what do you feel like you got from Wall Street Mastermind that you weren't able to get from, you know, just reading some of these guides that are already widely available? Yeah, I think, um, being a freshman and reading some of these guides. So like, first of all, when you're a freshman, you probably haven't taken that many finance classes. And so like when you read these technical guides, you're just like reading it. You're not really understanding the concepts behind it. And then when someone interviews you, I feel like it's very easy for them to detect whether you like actually know something or not. Mm. Um, and I think like with Sam, um, if you don't understand something, he like, makes it a lot easier for you to understand and he tells you exactly like how to answer these types of questions because you don't want to just like like for example if they're like walking through dcf say exactly what the vault guide says it's very mm -hmm. robotic you want to really show you have like a high level like you understand it from a high level and then if they ask you more granular questions you can answer those mm, so like basically like when they ask you more follow-up questions and kind of like conceptual questions or application type questions as opposed to just maybe like the formula of a DCF, like you're able to explain those things conceptually. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, are you, so a lot of people always ask like, well, for sophomore summer internships, um, are the interviews that technical? Because you're you're not a junior, right? So most most of the people that you're competing with probably don't have as much experience. Like, how much technical, uh, or how technical were the interviews? Or like, what would you say was the split between behavioral questions and technical questions in your experience? Yeah, in my experience, I would say it's it was definitely more behavioral. Um, but that doesn't discount like those technical questions. Like if you get an interviewer who really wants to drill you on your technicals, if you have like a DCF on your resume, then of course you can get asked those. But for the most part, a lot of sophomore intern uh, interviews are mostly behavioral. 
I feel like. Got it. But you still got basically you still got some interviews that had technicals, and so you still have to be prepared for it because if you want, oh yeah, you get eliminated. Okay, got it. Um, and how many rounds did you have to go through typically? Is it just like a first round and then a so I guess higher view than first round then Super Day, just same thing as junior summer internship or was it different? Yeah, for my sophomore one, it was um, you applied, you get a higher view, and then it was a Super Day. And the super day was like uh, three, three thirty-minute interviews. Got it, got it. Okay. And so, like, how many, how many, um, how many sophomore summer internships did you end up interviewing for, or how many firms? Vivian, are you still there? Uh oh, did I lose you? Vivian, can you hear me? Um, sorry, can you uh, ask that question again? Oh yeah, sorry. I think maybe um, we got we lost our connection for a second there. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it sounds good now. Okay, well, I was just asking. Um, so, wh which firms did you end up uh, interviewing with for the sophomore summer internships? Yeah, it was. Um, just like Bank of America. Okay. And um yeah, those that was like one of the first places I interviewed and then um I ultimately like took their offer. Got it. Okay. So that was one of the first interviews you got and then you passed it and then you took the offer. Um and then how was the sophomore summer uh internship experience like? Like is did I mean obviously you intern with mostly juniors right because there's a lot more junior interns and sophomore interns were you just doing kind of the same work for the most part that the juniors were doing or did you feel like the responsibilities were slightly different like, what was your experience like yeah it was um well first of all it was like virtual um but we for the most part did the same stuff that the juniors did like the training um desk work like everything was the same mm-hmm Got it. And then at the end of it, basically, if you do a good job, then they invite you back for another summer after your junior year, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Um, and so for the junior summer internship, um, you had the return offer, but then you also got, I think, well, at least one or two other offers that you had to decide that you had to choose between, right? Um, yeah, I wanted to go back to like the same, same bank that I worked at. Yeah. Got it. So you just decided to take the, yeah. you just decided to take the, the Bank of America offer. And so that's where you're going back for junior year. Yeah. They actually, during my sophomore year, they gave me two summers. So, um, yeah, I went back, like I I'm going back for another summer. Got it. Okay. And do you go back to the same group for your junior summer as your sophomore summer, or do, do they kind of place you into a different group? Um, so this bank specifically is good for its mobility process. I wanted to try out a different group. So next summer, I, I'm probably going to be going through placement again. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, 
So that all makes sense. That's really helpful um, for our listeners. So then, so the technical stuff, you feel like, okay, basically the benefit of working Wall Street Mastermind was just that we helped you get a better conceptual understanding, especially considering the fact that you hadn't taken any of these classes in school yet. So you were kind of learning all these things from scratch. Um, what about on the behavioral side? Like, cause you also mentioned the behaviors, like what was the benefit on the behavioral side of things? There's a lot of people that a lot of students um, we talk to, they kind of feel like the behaviorals should be easier than the technicals. Right. So what is there to get help on with the behaviorals in your opinion? Yeah, I, I feel like students have like a lot of experiences, like a lot of the people um, in your program, I think are like, they have great resumes, um, stellar experiences, but I feel like the hardest part um, with interviews is communicating that, just communicating your stories. And I think that you really helped, first of all, figure out what stories to talk about. And like, second of all, how to formulate that and um, make those stories come across in like a good way in like a um, efficient way. Mm -hmm. So like how, how big, cause you probably had, you probably had your own version of the behavioral answers even prior to joining the program, right? Like for example, if I had asked you, tell me about yourself or walk me through your resume, you probably have some sort of answer prepared for that, right? Mm -hmm. um, how big of a difference were your answers like prior to working Wall Street Mastermind and after working Wall Street Mastermind, like, was it really that different? Or like, I mean, how would you explain it to people that maybe haven't really gone through the process yet? Yeah, I think um, like going through and refining the answers with you was pretty beneficial um, before. Like, I mean, I guess like one of my weakest parts was um, the higher views. Like those are always hard for me, but like understanding what to say just made me more confident doing those. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Um, and, and that's pretty important since um, higher views are basically kind of like the first step for every interview process now, at least with, with the bulge bracket banks, um, pretty much almost all of them have started implementing higher views as first rounds. Right. Yeah. So, very important. So it's like, if you can't get past the higher views, then you don't even actually get to talk to a real human being. Right. No. Um, and I think for most people, the, the hardest part about higher views is just the fact that you don't get a lot of time. First of all, you, you don't get a lot of time to think about what you want to say for your answer. And so, you know, they basically throw the question on screen and then you have what, like 60 to 90 seconds to come up with an answer and organize your thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like the key to really doing well with that is, what just pretty much going in knowing what are the best stories you want to use and then also like how to structure those answers and in, in, in an organizing concise way is that would you say that's kind of the key or how are you able to improve in that aspect or like what what helped you the most there yeah um i think just like as i said before just knowing what to say because you, you do have like a short, such a short amount of time to um, say what you want. So I think that was, that was the key. Um, 
making my answers more like more short but like to the point mm-hmm. got it okay um and did you find that like going through the interview process you being from a non-target school like did that hurt you at all or did anyone ever ask you about it did that ever come up or do you feel like hey once you got to the interview it wasn't really an issue it's just a matter of how do you actually get the interview coming from a non-target school yeah i think i mean school always like has a huge part and i feel like anything but like i feel like once you like prove yourself you like go to super day it isn't like such a huge deal i guess you just got to go there and like fight for what you want got it okay so it's it's getting the interview that's the harder part but once you get there as long as you're prepared both behaviorally and technically then you you're basically you're no different than anyone else basically mm-hmm. okay yeah. okay that's cool um i guess if you go back to if you go back to like the beginning of your recruiting process when you first started and knowing what you know now, because obviously you're a lot more experienced now having gone through this process already. Um, what would you, what would you tell yourself like the version of you back then? Like what's something that you wish you knew back then that you know now What was one piece of advice, the most important piece of advice that you would give yourself? Um, in hindsight because like like basically it's just another way of asking like hey you know for other people that are listening to this if they're currently in the situation that you were in maybe a year or a year and a half ago like what would you want to tell them yeah i feel like i would say just um be open to like applying to everything first of all and like secondly um just to like always work hard and like fight for what you want even if you come from like let's say you come from like a non-target school like me like going and like getting a really good job it isn't it's going to be difficult but it's not impossible so just always keep that in mind um always fight for what you want got it yeah no absolutely i mean i think that's great advice i think a lot of students have been told by i don't know (laughs) other people on wall street oasis or god knows who but a lot of i I mean a lot of non-target school students who think who have been told that they can't get into investment banking unless they go to harvard or wharton or you know yale or one of those schools and in reality it's just not true right i mean like certainly is it harder yeah absolutely um but at the same time is it impossible no as long as you know what you're doing right and i think also even with the firms implementing a lot of these steps like higher views and pie metrics and uh, a lot of these things are meant to kind of democratize um, how they recruit and basically allows them to go to a lot more schools than they than, than, than they used to be able to right like that i feel like this gap between target schools and non-target schools have kind of been gradually closing over time because of some of the new ways that these firms are conducting interviews. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like it's important for firms to um, reach out to all these like different schools. Um, diversity is super important. Um, <clears throat> but like, as I said before, even though like there's these new ways of interviewing and stuff like higher views, I used to be <laughs> really like terrified of them, but always like take advantage too of like all these new ways that they interview and all that. Just take it step by step. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, look, um, I think for those of you that are listening, uh, really what Vivian's story tells you is that I think even if you come from a non-target school, um, it's absolutely possible for you to break into, you know, a top tier bank, a bold bracket bank. Um, and especially if you're you know say maybe a female candidate or you're a diversity candidate one really good way to do that um, is to take advantage of the diversity programs that they offer right although to take advantage of those diversity programs obviously you're going to have to start early right because like, like vivian said they they kind of start the application process um, during the spring semester of your freshman year right and so if you don't start preparing for banking until your sophomore year or even your junior year, typically by then it's too late, right? And then you're missing out on a very, very valuable opportunity. It's almost like to get fast-tracked into banking, right? And so um, if you do well in these programs as a sophomore, you like, like Vivian said, like she was pretty much guaranteed um, a return offer for a junior summer internship, right? So that can be a really, really good spot to be in where uh, everyone else is still stressing out about how they're going to get their junior summer internship and you kind of already have that. Um, and so that, that job security is, is obviously a really great thing to have. Right. So um, I think for those of you, like if you are interested in doing something like what Vivian has done, like if you need help with um, applying for the sophomore summer internships and maybe it's just, it's so early, you're still a freshman and, you, you, you just started thinking about banking, you're new to this, or you haven't taken any classes in school yet, and you're not even really sure where to start or how to answer these questions, whether it's technical questions or behavioral questions, um, then I wanna encourage you to reach out to our team and you know speak to us, um, tell us more about your situation. Uh, we're happy to learn more about it and also talk about your goals and what you're trying to accomplish and then see if we're a good fit to help you. you know? And if we are and we think we can help you, then obviously, we're happy to work with you and uh, try to get you a similar outcome, um, similar to what uh, Vivian has been able to get. Um, and of course, like sometimes we can't help you because we can't help every single person that talks to us. And so if, even if that's the case though, um, we'll always do our best to just uh, give you advice on what we think we would do if we were in your shoes, right? So if you're interested in doing that, um, I'll encourage you to book a free strategy session with our team. And you can do that by going to, www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. Um, the street's abbreviated to ST, so it's wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And uh, just pick a time on our calendar that works for you. Although our calendar space is limited and it's first come, first serve. So um, I would do that as soon as possible if that's what you're interested in. And uh, we look forward to speaking with you. All right. Um, so Vivian, I want to thank you again for um, taking the time to speak with us today and 
obviously, again, I've already told you this many times, but huge congrats on all the success that you've been able to have in this process. And um, it was really fun working with you and just seeing what you were able to accomplish. And, you know, I look forward to continuing to stay in touch and just um, seeing all the success uh, that you continue to have ahead of you. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. So, guys, um, that'll be it for today. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we'll be back with another one of these for you um, in the near future. All right. Talk soon. Bye.